0: First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First
1: Coming Attractions. Hey, welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Benjamin and today we'll be talking about maleficent mistress of evil the adams family harriet the lion king dvd la woman rising the high school musical junket and we'll be welcoming some new kids first film critics first let's talk with jordan about maleficent mistress of evil so jordan how are you doing today
2: hi i'm good
1: okay so if you to describe if you to sum up this film in one word what would it be and why
2: I think I would sum up this film as magical, because I think this film took a really unique take on the fairy tale of Sleeping Beauty, and there were a lot of cool, like, special effects that made it feel like you were in another world, so I would definitely say that this film was really magical, and yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. There's a lot of magic going on in the movie. So what is is Maleficent Mistress of Evil about, for those who do not know?
2: Well, this film is the sequel to the first Maleficent movie, and so it's about the ongoing feud between the mythical creatures and the humans. And so Prince Philip's mother, Queen Ingrid, is coming up with a plan to take down all the fairies and separate them from the humans for good. And meanwhile, Maleficent finds out that there's more of her kind, and so we sort of get to know more about who she is and where she came from.
1: So what did you think about so a lot of these Disney remakes have a lot of big special effects so I'm, I'm curious what you thought of like the grand spectacle of um, the movie
2: Well I thought that the grand spectacle of the movie was very good. Um, I think that in this film it really sort of brought everything to life. I really loved like the CGI with all of the creatures like the fairies and the magical sort of trees. It really um, came to life in this film and made it feel really whimsical. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't like the film, but I had I have to give the special effects credit. They were pretty pretty spectacular. Um, so you got Angelina Jolie playing Maleficent and Michelle Pfeiffer as Queen Ingress. So I'm curious what you thought about the, um, the performances overall in this film.
2: Well, I thought that overall the performances were really good. It was kind of fun to see Angelina Jolie play Maleficent again, because she has sort of like a good balance of like strength, but also like a sweet side to her. And I think that as for Queen Ingrid, she played a really convincing role as the um, villain in the movie, and it sort of made you feel like kind of angry with her. But like, she played, she did a pretty good job of like portraying the villain and the evil person in the film.
1: Yeah, I think um, Angelina Jolie and Michelle Pfeiffer were both really well cast, and um, I thought Queen Ingrid was a character that, you know, it was a character that I really didn't like. Um, who? What was your favorite scene in the film? Oh, Yeah.
2: I think my favorite scene in the film was probably when Maleficent sort of falls from the sky. I think it was sort of like an all-time low in the movie because, like, it made you feel really sad because, you know, Maleficent, she's falling from the sky. She was shot, and she's sort of falling. It makes you feel really sad because, like, of course, even though she's the villain, you want to feel sad for her because she's she's a sweet
1: person, you know? And, um, um yeah. Um... And adding on to that, who's your favorite character in the film and why?
2: I think my, my favorite character in the film would probably be Maleficent, of course. I think she's overall a really nice person, unlike Queen Ingrid, who I sort of disliked in the film. And she was really powerful, and I feel like people kind of misunderstand her and sort of are quick to judge because of the way she looks, but, she, but the looks can be deceiving, and she's actually
1: a really good person. I was wondering, what were some of your main flaws and some of your main strengths with this film?
2: I think one of the flaws with this film was that there was a lot of there are a lot of things going on with the plot, and it sort of focuses a lot on the Queen's plot to take down all the fairies. But we never really get to know a ton about about Maleficent and the others of her kind and sort of like where they came from or why she separated from them. So I think some of the plots could have had more depth and could have been explored more. And But one of the strengths of the film was, of course, the scenery and the artistic direction and special effects that really brought it to life. And I think that the plot was very juicy, and I think it sort of kept you at the edge of your seat. But some parts could have been explained or just delved into further.
1: I definitely agree about the plot being overstuffed. I felt like there was just way too much going on. And for a movie with Maleficent in the title, they didn't really give her um, a lot to do. And I was wondering what you thought uh, about the tone in this film. Because the way I saw it, I thought it was it was pretty dark for, um, for a movie for the whole family.
2: I definitely agree. It was a lot darker than I remembered, but um, I I definitely think it was very dark based off of um, some of the scenes, but it was overall a good film to watch.
1: Um, What age rating would you give this film, and who do you think it will most appeal to?
2: I would give this film an age range from 7 to to 18, and adults will enjoy it as well.
1: What, What would you consider the lesson of Maleficent, Mistress of Evil?
2: I think that the moral of this movie is that anyone can be good or bad, and not to sort of judge a book by its cover, because villains can come in many different forms. I think that's a
1: a really good lesson. Finally, what is your star rating, and uh, why?
2: So, I would rate this film 4 out of 5 stars. It was very good overall, and I think it really did the first Maleficent film and the classic Sleeping Beauty film Justice, but I do think that the plot definitely had a lot going on and they could have, one, dialed it down a little bit, and two, sort of focused more a little bit on Maleficent because she was kind of more of like a supporting role in this film but overall it was really good, it had good animation, everything was very good
1: Alright, well, um, thank you for talking with me today about Maleficent Mistress of Evil you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about today we're talking about Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, The Adams Family, Harriet, The Lion King DVD, L.A. Woman Rising, and we'll be welcoming some new Kids First film critics. We are shifting from Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, from one Disney to another. Uh, right now we'll be talking with Siaki about uh, his experiences at the High School Musical junket. Let's get started. So who all did you get to interview um, at this junket?
3: So I interviewed uh, the director, Tim, I think it's Fidel or Federal. I hope I said that right. Uh, Joshua Bassett, Olivia Rodrigo, let's see, Julia Lester and Frankie Rodriguez.
1: Um, what was your favorite part of the whole experience?
3: You know, my favorite part was just like personally talking to them, like the cast, but also to the director as well. You know, just to get, like, their take on the show. You know, trying to, like, find more information on it. I hope. Um, sense. Cool.
1: What was the, what was the most um, interesting, like, tidbit about um, the production and stuff like that that you learned from the cast and crew?
3: One of the cast members, I think it was Frankie Rodriguez. So he said that, like, the most... Um, Let's see. Challenging part was in the show. He had to. He is a character that plays the piano, but like he really doesn't know how to play the piano in real life. So that's one of the most interesting things. Well, um, that's that's pretty cool.
1: Are you excited to see the TV show now? Um, now getting insights from the cat, from the uh, cast and director.
3: I'm actually really excited. Like to be honest, if it was out right now, I'd watch it right now all I right wait
1: well um i guess people can check this out on uh, when it comes out on disney plus i believe
3: yes that's correct
1: cool thank you all right great talking to you about the high school musical junket let's take a break i'm benjamin and you're listening to kids first coming attractions today's show is sponsored by little wolf's book of badness
0: are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up.
6: Hey, welcome back. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have just been talking about Maleficent Mistress of Evil, and now we're going to be talking about the Adams Family with Ian, of course. So, Ian, how do you do?
7: Um, I'm doing fine, thank you.
6: That's good to hear. So yeah, I actually got to see this one, and I thought it was a pretty funny movie. One of the funnier movies this year. Um, What were your thoughts on this? I think
7: it was a good movie. I think the animation was good. I think the plot and uh, the storyline is good. And um, the characters, they look a lot like the characters in the original Adams family.
6: Definitely. I agree. That was one of the most surprising moments. They look exactly like the ones from the original TV show. Could you exactly. tell us a little bit about what this movie is about?
7: This movie is about a young girl named Wednesday. She wanted to try something new, but she wanted to explore the outside world and what it was like to be out of them, like the asylum gates. But her parents and they said they said she, she can't exit them, the asylum gates because... It was too dangerous and different. But she but she decided to go to school one day, and her parents let her. She was weird ass. Nobody liked her because she was different. Everybody was exactly the same, except for Wednesday. So nobody liked her. So then she kept coming back with, with like different stuff bringing home. Her parents did not approve because it was different, and it wasn't their way.
6: I think that's a pretty good point. Uh idea what the plot is like. Of course we got um characters like her brother, Pugly, voiced by Finn Wolfhard of course, so, you know, something to appeal to the younger demographic, but he kinda has his own thing with Mazurka I think it's called. He has to like master like sword arts and dancery. So I thought those are and he has to master like the so art of the sword and dancery. And there's there's a plot alongside that. But I would say Wednesday is probably the main focus, as you were mentioning. So did you have a favorite character?
7: Yes. My favorite character was Uncle Fester, because he's um pretty funny.
6: I yeah, I agree. Uncle Fester is definitely the um standout here. What did you think about the cast overall?
7: I think it was very well done. I think the directors and the writers, they did a very good job.
6: Agreed. I thought that too. Nick Kroll plays Uncle Fester. Shout out to Nick Kroll. But yeah, we also got other talents like Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolfhard, as I mentioned above, and even Snoop Dogg. What did you think of Snoop Dogg's cameo in the movie? It was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I was not expecting that for sure. Did you have a favorite scene?
7: Well, yes. My favorite scene was when Wednesday went to school, but she misunderstood the class assignment. But So instead of dissecting the frogs, she actually brought them to life kind of like um like a Frankenstein kind of thing and it was just really funny.
6: Yeah I agree that was definitely one of my favorites as well. One of my favorite elements of the movie was the dynamic between Wednesday and Parker I believe was her name. What do you think about that dynamic?
7: I think it was pretty good but Parker I don't think Parker is like a main character because well she is kind of a main character but not the main main character. But overall, I like the dynamics between them.
6: Agreed. I did, too. What did you think about uh, Lurch?
7: Oh, um, Lurch? Well, as the Adams family evolved, he looked a little bit different. But in this film, he kind of looked more like Frankenstein.
6: Yeah, I agree. He really reminded me of Frankenstein.
7: Well, each each time they evolved the, the Addams family, they have um, changed They changed his look a little bit. I think when they first bought him into the scene scene it was really it was really funny they ran him over and he busted out of a straitjacket and morticia and gomez uh, ran over him and he, instead of being afraid they handed him his bag. they handed him their bags and made them help him move to new jersey
6: agreed i thought uh one of the funniest scenes in the movie is where he sings and it just comes out of nowhere and i thought that was really funny for sure you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking about Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, The Addams Family, Harriet, The Lion King DVD event at the Miami Zoo, L.A. Woman Rising, and we will of course be welcoming some new Kids First film critics, so stay tuned for that. And right now we are continuing my discussion with Ian about The Adams Family. So what did you think about the action scenes here? I noticed a few action scenes that I really wasn't expecting.
7: Well, I think the action scenes were um, were pretty good, but they were a teensy bit misplaced.
6: Misplaced, I agree. I felt like they could have been placed better. What did you think about the soundtrack for this movie?
7: Oh, um, I thought it was pretty accurate to the soundtrack of the original the Adams Family.
6: Agreed, I did too. It was definitely one of my favorite soundtracks this year. I was not expecting that. Did you find the movie consist- consistently... Um, Humorous or did you think that there were times Where it was not funny and it was trying too hard Well
7: I think I think it was humor I think it was um I think it was consistently humorous But they, but, um, they could have added, They could have added Or took, taken away a little bit of things
6: Agreed I do too Do you think that there are uh, good messages That someone could take away from watching this
7: Yes I do the message is, of this film is to always be yourself and that it's not that bad to try new things.
6: Agreed. So what would you say the star in the age rating is?
7: Well, I give this film four and a half out of five stars and recommend it for ages um, four to 18 and adults will enjoy it as well.
6: Yeah, for sure. I think this is definitely a um, watch that um f- all families can enjoy do you think that uh, adult- adults will find um much entertainment from watching this yes i do i do too so i think it's a good watch for the whole family everyone can enjoy it so thank you ian a lot for this interview
7: thank you arjun um, for having me on this radio show tonight
6: as always and for viewers out there, definitely check out The Addams Family. It is a family-friendly watch, and as we both have deduced, even adults can have fun watching it. Let's take a break. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Little Wolf's Book of Badness.
0: You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up.
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm Ben and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Maleficent and the Adams family and next we'll be talking with Arjun and Ava on Harriet. Let's get started. So Arjun, I'm curious what your overarching thoughts were on Harriet.
6: Uh, I thought it was pretty good uh, for a documentary. I think that the performances are award-worthy here. and I I like the way the story was told and everything. I mean, Cynthia Erivo, I think is how you say her last name, she's absolutely brilliant as Harriet Tubman.
1: Yeah, no, I'd agree. She, She is really a standout. I thought she was just fantastic. Eva, what is the plot of Harriet?
8: The plot is basically telling how Harriet Tubman worked and risked her life to save to free slaves from their captivity and I thought the whole movie was really amazing
1: okay Arjun what are your thoughts um obviously Cynthia Rivo is a really good performance here but not only her performance but um the performances of the entire cast
6: um I thought the uh, uh entire cast was pretty good uh Trying to think of other actors. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is in this, and I didn't feel like his character is kind of one note. But it's kind of like one of those things you see Leslie Odom Jr. and you're like, you know, you just you just like it for the presence. Um, and uh, Janelle Monae is pretty good. I liked her uh, character's dynamic with Harriet, and uh, yeah, I thought that was really good.
1: Yeah, I thought um, I thought they both had. I didn't think necessarily. I mean, it's hard to compare when you have such a fantastic lead performance, but I thought they did a good job holding their own. Um, yeah. Um, and what, Ava, what was your sort of favorite element? Not necessarily your favorite part of the movie, but what was your favorite aspect of it?
8: My favorite part was basically just the whole time that Harriet Tubman is on her journey to freedom because she works so hard and risks her life for everybody and i think it's just amazing to watch
1: yeah it is it is um it's pretty rewarding to see her become the legend we know her as today um Mm -hmm. and become the hero we know her as today um arjun what did you think about the story um in harriet
6: in the script I uh, I thought it was pretty good but I will um, have to say that I did find many pacing issues like I did find myself checking the um, the the clock a couple of times just because uh, I I don't know every single scene where she's helping the slaves escape and um, helping them become runaways and, and find a sanctuary somewhere. Those scenes are intense and you just, you feel like in the moment, like anything could go wrong and you just, you feel it. You're just so intense. You feel the intensity. And I loved all of those scenes, but it's the scenes where she's like talking and adjusting to like city life that, you know, it just kind of dragged on, dragged a little for me, but I think that the story was told very well.
1: Yeah. Those, those scenes where um, she's helping, The Slaves Escape are really intense. Like, it feels like something out of an action movie or something. For real. Ava, what star rating and age rating would you give this film, and why? I give the
8: star rating a 5 out of 5 stars, because it was just a brilliant movie. And the age rating would be 14 to 18, and adults, because... Of the intensity in younger children, it would be hard for younger children to watch.
1: I'd agree. There's some pretty, uh, pretty, there's quite a few scenes that are pretty hard to watch. Well, thank you both for talking to me about Harriet. We are going to switch gears here in just a sec. Uh, You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, The Adams Family, The High School Musical junket. Uh, we just finished talking about Harriet, L.A. Woman Rising, and Welcome, Welcoming New Kids. First film credits will be up next. And uh, right now, I'm gonna about to start talking to Zoe and Celine on the event they did for the Lion King DVD. All right, so let's get started with that. Zoe and Celine, I'm curious what were your thoughts not only on um, the remake but also the original before going to this event. Uh,
0: I thought that the remake was, it was really impressive because you actually thought like they were, like the animals were real, even though I know it was like computer animation or something. But the whole tour and everything, I got to meet Ron Miguel, who actually worked on the original Lion King. He's well known. He's been on lots of TV shows. And I thought it was very cool to like meet him and stuff. So um, for
1: those who don't know, explain, uh, explain to the listeners um, what you and uh, Celine actually did, because it's very cool. We got there,
0: and we kind of got a tour around the entire zoo, and we got to actually feed some, what are they called, giraffes. That was one of my favorite parts, and we got to see animals, and he also kind of, Ron was amazing. He toured us around the entire zoo in some secret and anim- like, not secret, but private areas that the public's not allowed to go to and he just showed us a lot of the animals and stuff and it was a great experience
1: what would you say is the most interesting detail you learned um at the event overall
0: definitely maybe like about not only the animals but also how the animate like maybe mostly the animals because that was basically what the event was about and we got to like see what they did with it. There was actually a special person who worked with tigers that came to us and he kind of explained to us like where they come from, how they ended up there and lots of stuff like up to how they brush their teeth and stuff. And it was very interesting to learn about the lions, especially because this is like a lion king type um, theme.
1: Um, What was your favorite part of the event?
0: Sorry, can you repeat that?
1: What was your favorite part of the event?
0: Um, most definitely was probably feeding the giraffes. I thought it was very interesting because like we got to give them carrots, and we kind of we got to see them eating in real life. It was very cool to give them like the food. It was kind of scary, but it was they were really cute, and they're like they have these um cool tongues, and they actually we learned that they eat with their tongues instead of like their teeth to like grab
1: the food which is not what most animals do um and what was the coolest thing you saw zoe
0: the whole experience was really amazing so i don't really know (laughs) i think just seeing the animals there and them being like so happy and learning about like elephants and stuff also ron he like ron was just amazing he talked to us how they filmed the original he was part of it like not a part of like the making and stuff and he had this poster that was like true history it had like every like all the animators and the voice actors written like their signatures and stuff on everything i think he was just such a interesting person to talk to and his touring guidance was amazing
1: yeah, that's I, that's really cool, especially um, being a part of the original. That's a that's a huge deal.
0: Yeah. And
1: that poster, that's that's amazing. So, Celine, what was the most interesting detail for you that you um, heard or saw at the event?
9: For me, it was feeding the giraffes the carrots. I thought their tongues were so slimy and tough, and it was honestly really fun how they would stick their tongues out and they would wrap it and you'd be able to put the carrot on. And then I also really loved seeing the lions and watching one of the lion feeders see the lions in front of us and give us all these interesting facts about them. It was really cool.
1: What was your favorite part about the event?
9: Probably taking the tour and Ron McGill... He gave us such interesting facts, and I probably would have never learned anything like this if he hadn't have told us.
1: And what was the coolest thing you saw while you were at the Miami Zoo?
9: The elephants. He would show us the difference between Asian and African elephants and how the African elephants' ears are bigger while Asian ears are smaller and the difference between their skin, and they fed them, and it was really cool.
1: Zoe, what was your favorite part uh, about the Lion King Blu-ray DVD?
0: It's really interesting because, like, you can see stuff that you don't actually see in the film. And there's lots of, like, if you look at it, they have lots of bonus features and stuff. And I think it's very interesting.
1: Well, that sounds really cool. Thank you both for talking with me about this uh, event that sounds really interesting. Let's take a break. I'm Benjamin, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Little Wolf's Book of Badness.
0: are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up.
6: Hey, welcome back. I'm Rajun from Brownwood, Tennessee, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have been talking about Maleficent Mistress of Evil, The Adams Family, Harriet, The Lion King DVD event at Miami Zoo, and right now we are talking about LA Woman Rising with Natalia. How do you do, Natalia?
10: I am great. How are you?
6: Pretty good. Uh, So, I've not heard about this movie before um, it was mentioned on the segment, and uh, I was looking at it, and it sounds very interesting, you know, about uh, 50 women who live in LA and uh, how they just reveal their truths and struggles and everything, what motivates them. So... What were your overall thoughts on this?
10: Um, I'd have to say it was very empowering, inspiring, and motivated. I think that overall, since they interviewed L.A. Woman Rising presents 50 L.A. women interviewed only at the moment they wake up. It's so unique, and most documentaries about women focus about uh, their, not about mostly their morning routines, which this documentary was mainly about. And I think it was very unique, and it was such an inspiring, motivational, and I mean, strong and powerful, such woman empowerment in this film. And getting to meet the director, Nana Gunna, it's just a connection. I mean, she is wonderful. She is the type of woman who does so nurturing, so welcoming. And the fact that I got to know some of the stories behind each of those women was so powerful.
6: Wow, that's great to hear. So you went to a um, press junket of sorts, right? Correct. And who did you meet?
10: Well, I met Ma- Rosario Dawson, which was awesome. I mean, one, I'm one of her biggest fans. I met Nana Gunna, and who is the director and writer. I met Mia Shakowitz, who plays one of the fifty women in the Los Angeles. And what was so inspiring about her story is that she was paralyzed at the age of fifteen, and she thought that she had no hopes and dreams for her future. And seeing her in this documentary was like, wow! Like, I am so blessed to be able what I'm to be able to do what I am able to do and it was just a big opening and I was able to speak with Jackie Pucci, one of my closest friends, who was an actress and comedian and I mean I just couldn't believe it, it was awesome.
6: Wow, that's great to hear, so um, did you ask, did you get to uh, uh, learn about how it was directed and how they filmed it and everything?
10: Yes, I did.
6: And how was that done?
10: Well, um, well, I was be- able to speak to the director and writer, Nana Gunner, and she explained to me how she wanted to capture the unmasked expression from women of all walks of life. And I agree, we are all the same when we wake up, and the morning ex- is exactly how we start our day. From all of us. And what makes me so empowered when I wake up is the fact that I'm alive and I'm blessed to be breathing and seeing another day. So when I was speaking to Nanaga, the, the writer and director, she also explained how she wanted to show and capture what it's like to be a woman, what the power is, what our daily routines are, and how we get ready before we put our full coverage or makeup to, or whatever we put on to block us from the world. And she just wanted to know that women are strong and we all have power.
6: Agreed. That's a um, great message to portray, especially in a world where we now take almost everything for granted, and when we wake up, we are usually pretty cranky, but uh, it's nice (laughs) to see that she presents a message almost looking at the morning as almost a uh, fresh start of sorts. If uh, one is interested in seeing this movie, is this releasing in theaters or DVD, and do you know when?
10: Well, yes, this uh, film is a, this is a documentary called L.A. Women Rising, and I did see it in uh, the theaters, and it was, I just have to say again, powerful, and it was created by Nana Gunna, the writer as well as the director, so yes, and it is currently out in theaters, so make sure to go check it out.
6: Oh, it's out in theaters, all right, that's good to know. What would you say the uh, star and age rating is?
10: I would give this a five out of five stars and the age rating, I would have to say eight because at the young age, you want to learn that you have power. And I'm barely learning how to step out of my comfort zones, as we call it, which is all the stereotypes of all women. So I think it's very important at a young age to learn that you are just because being a woman doesn't mean that you don't have the equal rights of a man. And that's why I would say starting from eight. So it can really give them their empowerment. And then I'd say eight to 18 and adults can enjoy this as well as well. And I think that it's just a powerful film that anybody can relate to in this world. And I think that it's just such a powerful message that it comes across every age range.
6: Agreed. For sure. We, we need more awareness of uh, such image, such messages and, I think this movie sounds like a uh, great fit for people who are always down on themselves and just need a little bit of motivating. Um, Definitely for viewers out there, check out L.A. Woman Rising. It's out in theaters, I believe, uh, hopefully around your area, and you can get to watch this. Thanks a lot, Natalia, for uh, this interview.
10: No problem.
6: You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions, and today we have been talking about Maleficent Mistress of Evil, The Addams Family, Harriet, The Lion King DVD event at the Miami Zoo, L.A. Woman Rising, and now, at long last, we will be welcoming some new Kids First film critics, Tiana and uh, Bella. So, how do y'all do? Good. I'm doing really so, good. For sure. I assume by being on this radio show, you've gotten an overall feel of what the experience is like. It's a really fun one. Yes.
11: Yeah, it's really fun.
6: For sure. So let's just get to know y'all a little better. So um, Tiana, it says you were a um, Time for Kids reporter last year, and you attended the National Association of Black Journalists conference last last summer at age nine, which is amazing. So what was that like?
12: It was amazing getting to do Time for Kids, and it's kind of similar to kids first though you get to do like book reviews and you get to do podcast reviews and you get to do everything and though i still love getting to do now with kids first that i get to do movie reviews because i love tv and also attending the national association of black journalists event it was amazing i got to meet a Journalists of all kinds that have all these different TV shows and do all these amazing things in the world. And I got to attend so many classes, get to learn about different people that do different things. And it was just amazing. Oh, and I was the youngest one there.
6: Yeah, that's amazing for sure. Like at this at this young age, you're sounding so um, formal about everything. You know, it usually takes a, a little while for us to develop those skills and uh, um, I didn't mention earlier, but you're from Delaware, Delaware, and you're covering events for Kids First in Philadelphia and DC, which is amazing. Um, yes. And also, what is uh, covering the uh, red carpet for Access Hollywood like?
12: So it was absolutely amazing. I got to do the red carpet for the Adams family, and so I got to meet Charlie, Charlie Theron. I got to meet so many different people that oh i got to meet snoop dog Finn wolfhard and a few other people from the cast and it was amazing they also had this little um cast there that dressed up as the people from the adams family so it was cool that i got to meet the people from there too
6: that's incredible um so let's move on to um, Bella. As I mentioned here, your sisters, uh, Stacy and Bowdy were uh, Kids First critics several years ago. So I guess you're following in, following in their footsteps. Did you get a um, feel of what this is like from their experiences? So,
11: yeah, my sisters were in Kids First a few years ago. Yeah, when I heard about this, I just love movies and writing because... Honestly, they're my two favorite things in the world, and yeah, I just wanted to join because I love those two things.
6: Wow, that sounds amazing. You're also bilingual, right, in uh, French and English, and your mom is French too, is, is that right?
11: Yeah, she speaks French and English, yes.
6: So you're pretty fluent in both, in, in, in French, right?
11: Yeah, I speak French too, but sometimes it's a bit hard. Like my, I think in English I don't really speak in French that much, but yeah, I know the language.
6: Wow, that's amazing! You know, I take French at my school, and I'm in like the third year, so I'm probably not as. You're probably better than me at French. You know, you'd never know, and it, it gives you a head start in school too. That's that's amazing being bilingual. Uh, as someone who speaks uh, Indian dialect and English myself, so what opportunities do you uh, look forward to here?
11: I very much like to do a few movie reviews that I really want to do. I love so many movies it's just hard so to pick one.
6: Ooh, I think Frozen 2 is coming soon right? You're looking forward to getting getting an opportunity for that?
11: Oh yeah Frozen 2 I love I love the trailer for that so I'm looking forward to trying to get to review been like
6: six years since the last one like wow it's amazing like like how time flies and we're just getting new movies progressively we're even getting uh star wars in december so yeah it's it's gonna be full-on christmas season from this point onwards so thanks a lot for uh talking about your experiences and you've wanted to uh report for kids first uh tiana and bella you're
12: welcome you're welcome and yeah, i can't wait to start
6: yeah, for sure, you know. Me too. It's just once you get one opportunity, you get like five more like like the month after and it's just like wow, it's amazing. And you know, the first time I think my the first movie have you all done your first movies yet?
11: No. No.
6: Oh uh, yeah. I think my first movie was Moana and I'm just never gonna forget that. Just being there like four days early and I'm like, wow, I'm watching a movie four days early and it's and it's like the new Disney movie, let alone. I just that was like the stuff I dreamed of as a as a kid. And uh, I'm very blessed to have such opportunities. And definitely look forward to your first movies. And I think they're going to be great. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps. And to learn about how you can join our Kids First film critics team. uh, Go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel. And look out for our reviews on press for Kids. Kidsworld.com and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by The Little Wolf Spoke of Badness, so check that out for sure. I'm Arjun. Thanks for listening.